How was everyone? This is episode... Uh, what episode is this? <laughs> this is episode 12 of Ethereal Black Girl, the podcast. I'm your host, the one and only, the baddest, the most chocolate, the thickest in the game, the most elite music taste in the game, Ebony D. Kelly. What's up? How's everyone doing? What have y'all been up to? I think this is episode 12. Let me go check to be sure. Because um, that would be very childish of me if I... Okay, yes, it is. It is episode 12. Um, First of all, obviously there was an episode that came out last week because it was Christmas. I had stuff to do. I was with my family. Um, How was you guys Christmas? How was everything? great i just gave you guys a little minute to respond okay i actually don't have a quote of the week because um i did not find one lol um but yeah no i don't have anything for you i was gonna say a quote from a song that i've listened to this week but no um yeah i don't have anything for you guys so let's just go ahead and move straight into weekly check-in to record quickly because my parents are on their way they're only about an hour and 15 minutes away and y'all know I can talk forever so let's get right into it first of all happy new year because this does come out on new year's at least it should come out tomorrow it's new year's eve um I am spending it with my parents mm -hmm, because yeah I don't have a man first and foremost um me and one of my friends is going to bring the new year in and then plans changed and then my other friend she's with her man and then uh the dude that I'm talking to is not in the state so I said you know what parents I know it's your anniversary tomorrow if you don't have any sex plan come on down <laughs> I literally text my mom I was like hey um I know y'all's anniversary is on new year's do you guys have any sex planned if not, do y'all want to come see me in Tuscaloosa? And she was like, um, no sex. But I'm like, girl, do not act like y'all do not be um having sex. But anyways, neither here nor there. Happy New Year. We're into a new year. Um, after what 2020 just hmm, I 2020, you know, honestly, the year was very trash, just with the election and um I mean, I would say police brutality, but that's been going on for years. It was just very, 
I don't know, it was on 10 this year on top of uh, we were in a panoramic, a Panasonic, a Pandominion. And you know what? Um, some really great things actually came out of the pandemic for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, it really did suck, like not being able to go outside, considering that I'm a very social person. And for those of you that still do go outside, I hate your guts so very much. Maybe I shouldn't say hate. I dislike your guts very much with a burning passion. And you're really ruining it for the rest of us. But anyways, um, me being a social person, like the pandemic at first, it was really killing me. Like I was just like, you know what? I'm usually the person that like has like I'll text my friends in, in the group message and be like, come over, let's like drink and play spades or like, let's go get some drinks or something. Let's do something like I hate being stuck in the house. So the beginning of the pandemic was super hard for me. But, you know, now, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I feel well equipped. You know, I feel like I learned a lot of things about myself during the pan the, during the pandemic. And first of all, I feel like the Panasonic has been going on for like two years. Honestly, I feel like it's been going on for so long and it literally, well, I guess we've been in the house essentially um, for nine months. Like, I feel like I've made so many friends during the pandemic. I've lost so many friends during the pandemic. I feel like dudes just been coming and going left and right. Like, I feel like a lot has happened that has uh, catered to me turning into the person I am today. So I would like to thank the pandemic. The train does that every time. But yeah, I would like to thank the Panasonic um, just for self-exploration and like, you know, self-growth, even though you should be doing that um, throughout the year and throughout every year. I just feel like it was super prominent for me and probably for a lot of people considering that um we were stuck in the house for a lot of the year so do you guys have any new year's resolutions i guess i'll get to that in my couch chat because that is what the couch chat's about today um so aside from it being new year um christmas was last week i had a really great christmas um my parents got me a camera which you know i did plan to have live video feed for this next podcast but it's a lot of stuff that i have to learn to do um I need an AV cord so I can hear myself so that so the audio from my microphone can go to my camera. I need a monitor. I just need some things. So maybe next week we should have that underway. I hope if not, I mean, so sorry, but I'm trying. This is proof that I'm trying. But, you know, my parents got me a camera, um, some money, some converse that I had to that I have to send back. Um, I got clothes you know some stuff clothes that got me a ring from k jewelers it got me a, um a set a necklace and an earring set that's my birthstone which is a ruby because my birthday is in july um so i had a really good christmas my friend tay got me this is a, a kai sorry i just hit the mic with my um journal this is an akai what is this called a kai professional apc mini soundboard so I can make a little beat situation. Um, I kind of have made my first beat, but it's it's difficult. OK, it's very difficult because it's like a, how it's made. If any of you don't know what I'm talking about, how it's made, it's like an eight by eight matrix of buttons on a board. And then there's like some other buttons like they kind of line it. And then obviously some notches where you can. Well, not really a notch. A notch is more so like you turn. This is like a hmm. How to describe it? Were the DJs we have them where they can push up and down? 
it like slides a slider i guess you would say air quotes um and how to put sounds on these buttons i'm pretty sure it's not that hard i am more so like a um i'm a person that doesn't i will read my manuals on stuff because my dad always be like read your manual read your manual but i um i just like like to learn by doing it but this is this learning about my camera and then um i'm learning um adobe premiere pro for like my video editing those are not things you can do where you can just go in there and just like i'm gonna just press buttons to figure it out i literally have to watch videos i found an hour-long video um for beginners for this um apc mini and then i'm a researcher so i mean it's not gonna be that hard i guess but i really do love my present because fun fact um in 2017 i really thought about dropping out of um school and going to school for um sound engineering random but not so not really like if anyone knows me i've always been into music like ever since i was younger I, my parents have always gotten me a present that um was music related so like whether that be speaker headphones uh something to make music with like anything like that i've always gotten like since i was younger and 2017 i think i went to my i think that was the third concert i've ever been to i went to chris brown concert in the fourth grade i went to Rihanna when I was when I graduated high school yeah yeah 2017 I went to the Kendrick Lamar concert first off you know if you've never been to a Kendrick Lamar concert I feel so sorry for you because Kendrick Lamar is that man is so there's like it's in how talented he is it's impossible it's crazy so um went to that Kendrick concert and Travis Scott opened up for Kendrick and then Drum performed before Travis Scott. So it was just so much talent in the room and just like the crowd and just the music and like the technicalities of it all. I left the concert just feeling so inspired. Also, I was kind of tipsy as well, so that may have been it. But I just felt like so inspired. Like I always used to be like, I feel like I thought I didn't like engineering. I was just like, I feel like I should be doing or I could be doing something that you know, is more open, more liberating, um, is more beneficial to my interest than engineering. And I was like, I just feel like I was meant to be creative. Um, I just didn't know how I was meant to be creative at the time. And so I was just doing like a lot of research. I actually started making random beats on like garage band and whatnot. And yeah, I like, it was like a whole thing. Like I kind of told my parents I didn't want to do it. And my dad reacted really great. Well, not great, but he was just like, we need to figure out what you want to do. My mom's reaction was not the best, um, but we're not going to get into it. That was three years ago. So, um, yeah, this like gift was everything. I've been on it every day trying to figure some stuff out. Um, I, once the matrix, once the sounds are on the buttons and like how to control the buttons and what does what, I get that because when I opened, I think it comes with the software Ableton uh, Live Light or something like that. Um, they give you like a demo beat and you can like kind of change it and do all of this stuff. I understood that because I made my own from that already from those presets, but mm, it was difficult. Anyways, so uh, my friend Tay got me that. My sister got me some more Goth the Floor Converse, which I was very surprised because I, I send my sister, my mom, so many shoes throughout the year that I don't think they're paying attention um, and then she got me like some Nikes and like this cute little journal that I'm starting to, that I'm going to start writing my podcast, my podcast notes in. And then like this cute water bottle um, to go with it. So, 
it was just a really cute Christmas. Got to see it was just me, my mom, my dad, my sister, her husband, and my niece, um, who I always post my Instagram story. And she got so much stuff. Her and her brother got like a bunch of stuff. So it was just really fun. I did get some vlog footage from like kind of the Christmas weekend. Um, and I think I might make that into a vlog and that might be my first YouTube video or that might be, I might just upload multiple times in like the next week or two. Um, but yeah, I had a really great Christmas. Um, I hope y'all had a really good Christmas and yeah, I just hope it was great and feel with joy. And I hope you got some good gifts because I don't, I liked, literally, I liked all of my gifts. Um, and I think it's very rare that I dislike gifts that people get me because I'm really just grateful for it. And this is like horrible, like hideous, but I still wouldn't tell somebody. I think I'll just be like, thank you. Put it somewhere in my closet. Um, also about the job that I interviewed for like the other week. Um, I did not get it, which I'm super happy about, which, you know, God is crazy because, um, after the interview, like, oh, you remember when I told y'all I interviewed for that other company that I really, really loved? Like after that interview, I feel like really good energy. Like, oh, I really want to work there after this energy. I mean, after this interview with, um, Oh, I can't tell y'all where I interviewed for now because I'm not, I didn't get the job. I interviewed with Capital One, um, the bank. They're very techy, very great company. Um, So I've read and so I feel like they were a really good company. Just based off of like all my recruiters I had, all my interviews that I had, like everybody, it just seems very welcoming. And although it did seem very welcoming, after my interview, I literally was like, because I was praying before the interview, not that I get the job, but I was necessarily like, you know, if it's in my will, if you feel like me moving to Virginia, and being in that environment will be beneficial for my self-growth, for my spiritual growth, for my like financial growth. Then that's cool. Um, you know, but if not, God, then just leave it where it's at. And after my interview, I literally, I don't know if I texted my sister or if I texted, I don't know who I texted first, but I was like, I really do not want that job. Like I really did not. Like it was it was a great company and like the interviews went okay. I think I did all right. Um, but I think the I think I was trying to force myself to like the job description when I know that that's not like what I want to work with. Like I essentially, aside from like doing creative stuff on the side, I essentially want to work with like rockets and like aircraft, you know, think what, what they were doing in hidden figures is literally what I want to do for the rest of my life. Maybe be a professor when I get old, but essentially I want to work with like rockets and I want to work with all things like including space and tech and whatnot. So, um, I just, I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do, but, but I feel like since it was like a, it was a program where you like develop with the company through different stages. Like you would do a six month rotation from there. You'll go to a two month, I mean a two year rotational program. And then from there, you'll just be an employee. I think I just like the concept of not starting off with an, a true employee, but starting off as kind of like an intern then developing. I think I like that. And I kind of like the concept, but I just felt like I would not have liked the job. So I'm grateful that I did not get the job. I was not sad about it at all. Like I can tell, like I can tell I didn't want the job because my first job um, the first job that I got rejected for the one that I, for the company that I really, 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 really liked, I was so sad for like one hour. <laughs> I don't say sad for a long time, but I was just like, dang, like 
I really wanted that job and I feel like I did really good and they need me and I need them. But it is what it is. I've still been applying. Um, I've still been applying the jobs. Like I've been applying in Huntsville. Um, stuff that's like, uh, that's still close, but like, well, Huntsville is mad close, like to everything. But um, like I've been applying in Florida and Georgia because those are like only like one state away. So, like, that move wouldn't be that drastic to where Virginia was, like, multiple states away. Like, wait, North Carolina, South Carolina. It was, like, two or three states away. Texas is literally a hop over because you hop over Mississippi and then, boom, you're in Texas. But, um, so, yeah, I'm really glad I didn't get that job. I still been applying um, to jobs that more so catered to my interest. And, honestly, I didn't even really find that job that I interviewed for. The job found me because... The recruiter um, slid into my DMs on LinkedIn. People check your LinkedIn also. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, also, once again, I got a really good podcast feedback today from um, someone. He said, I'm going to tell you, just when you think people don't be listening. Um, I think I just posted I was listening to my own podcast or whatever. Um 104 my bad hold on my um my and sorry my instagram story views just like skyrocketed i don't know how but they like are very high today um anyways the comment was they just he just said um the i mean intro was tough because i mean my intro really is tough because I mean it's a tough song. Um, and then he just said that he supported the work for real, for real, keep it up, blah, 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 blah. And then we just like kind of started talking about like creative spaces, like how sometimes you can create something and feel like nobody's really paying attention, especially when you're like a small, like they're small and then they're super small. And I feel like I'm like a super small platform because I literally just, I'm only 11 episodes in, like I just started three months ago. Um, and like, I don't have a huge following on Instagram. Like, I don't know, like it can be kind of frustrating when you're like, dang, I don't feel like anyone's listening, but like lately I've been feeling very great. Like people are listening and people listen and listen. If they don't, they don't. I'm going to keep still being myself. Um, and you know keep being myself keep thriving keep flourishing keep creating content that i like and that hopefully you guys like so yeah thank you for that comment um you know who you are who gave me that comment and then lastly i think i just wanted to talk about oh me and my friend tay went to this cute wine bar um sunday i think we went to this cute wine bar sunday i think i don't know was i even here sunday or was it Monday? Or was it whatever? Sometime this week, we went to this like cute wine bar downtown. And when I tell you, black people are so black people are so funny. So let me tell you how it came about. So I was supposed to be going on a date, um, like maybe like a week or two from now. Um, and we were talking about going to the wine bar, like because I've always wanted to go wine tasting and blah blah blah. So I was like, I just want to go to like a cute wine bar where they have like maybe a little charcuterie, um you know, little cute stuff, good wines and whatnot, a cute little vibe. So me and Tay went downtown 
And um, first of all, <laughs> black. This is why I say black people are so funny. So we get in there, we're looking at the menu, and we're like, "Bro, we be drinking cheap wine. I have no idea what these what these situations are on this menu." So in the sorry, if y'all hear this, y'all know it's my nails. I'm sorry. Um, but we we're looking at the menu, like we don't know what any of these are. We have that. We need to ask the lady. So the lady comes up. We're like, "Hello, ma'am. Can you explain um the whole menu in a sense? Can you can you tell us what's the, what has the most alcohol?" And what's the sweetest? Because obviously the sweetest doesn't have that much alcohol. But I need to know what am I competing against here? So we just ended up getting like a Moscato. I mean, no, actually, I think we got a a Riesling. Is that how you pronounce it? Riesling, Riesling. Either way, um, we got one of those, um, a glass of that. And it was really good. And then we got a charcuterie board. Now, this is where it got really funny. (laughs) Because, well, I knew what a charcuterie board was before me and Tay got there because I just know what it is. So, Tay, I keep saying charcuterie. Tay is like, what is a damn charcuterie board? (laughs) And I was like, bro, it's literally like has some meat, some cheeses, some crackers, maybe a little, some type of spread or dip sometimes. So, we get there and we ask the lady like, okay, like what's on your charcuterie board? And she was like. She named three y'all. Okay. <laughs> she named three meats. When I tell y'all to this day, I do not know because she says some name, some name, and salami. The only one because she said the three names, then Tay looked at me and I looked at her like and we busted out laughing. First of all, ma'am, I don't know what what meats this woman said. All I know is salami. So I said, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get the charcuterie. It's the first time for everything. And if you know me, you know I'm a very picky eater. Okay. I am very, 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 very picky. Like I don't even eat spaghetti type picky. I just started eating the salmon like a few months ago. I just started eating ranch like two years ago. I'm just super picky. So um, the charcuterie board comes out and it actually was really good. It had like these two meats that I have, still have no idea what they were. One of them was giving me like some type of Canadian bacon vibe, but yes, I know that was not it. Um, then it came with like some crackers, some um, some bread, like this kind of hard that gives me like the bread that bruschetta comes on. If that's what I'm, if that's what the name is, it bruschetta? Is it bruschetta? I don't know. Um. But, and then it had that, then it had some, she said, oh, it had goat cheese with honey on it. Some type of jam. I don't even, I've never had jelly, never had a jam in my life. I tasted that jam. I was like, it's okay. But like the texture, it's, it was the texture for me, you know? Um, and then it had some, some, uh, wickles. She said pickles and wickles. I'm like, what the F is a wickle, ma'am? So when she left, we were just, we tasted everything. It was pretty good. And they had like these kind of nuts like that. Like a see, I don't know what it was. They were okay. Um, but the wickle, so nasty. Oh my goodness. I don't know what the W on wickle stands. I don't know why they even call it a wickle, but a wickle is like a sweet pickle, right? Basically one, I'm not even the biggest fan of regular pickles. They're tolerable. Will I sit here and eat a pickle? Like, um, do I be like, oh my God, I really want some pickles. Never. Like, that's just, I just never do that. Um, But, oh, Jesus, 
that wickle it was sweet and it also had twang to it and I was just like I'm like I don't understand why there is a spice like there's no way that there should be a spice on this pickle you know there's no way that um it should have it should taste like it has sugar and hot sauce on it so I would never be trying a wickle ever again um so that's that I think that's all I did this week I went to work um locked my keys in my car yesterday by accident you know regular stuff mm-hmm Okay, so now um, we can get into my song of the week. So let's go. Okay, so I have two songs of the week this week. And that is very good because usually I'd be having a whole album up here. So I'll do a story behind why each song is song of the week, of course. It all started when um when did it all start it all started when i don't know how the song came to mind but background i am a party next door stan okay i literally love party next door like i don't think anyone understands um what's his real name something with the j and i usually know all my husband's real names but I literally love that man. And um, P3, I feel like people be sleeping on P3 all the time. Um, why? I don't know. But I just like people be hating on P3 because obviously Party Next Door, his like freshman album was great. Fire. Fire. I'm not even going to hold you. That was a great album. Um, Party Next Door 2. Was that the how the, the next one? Was that the next one? The Tyler next one? I think so. Either way, that was um cool too, and then P three was alright, and then his little um EPs that he dropped since them, they like kind of flopped, and then P three came out when I was a freshman, and it just holds sentimental value. You know, you listen to song and think about somebody. I've had great times to the P three album, okay, um, and so usually I would say like my favorite songs off of P three would be Only You and or temptations i also do like spiteful that's just a good album like it just flows really well but this song i don't know why i started singing it it just kind of popped in my head and i'll tell you i have not been able to stop listening to it it just comes in so raw and y'all know how party next door he just like be singing low-key whining on the track but I love every minute of it. So, um, I said, I always said I want to go see him in concert, but he is, I feel like he's so boring in concert. It's literally so boring. I feel like he's so dry. Um, yeah, I just feel like he literally just, just stands there. Cause his music is like that. Like, but you know, it's crazy. Him and Brent, him and Brent Fias, I feel like are in the same genre of music, like toxic, but still R and B. But I feel like I would go see Brent Fiaz in concert. I feel like he would be actually very great in concert. Is it because he's fine, though, that I'm thinking it? But Party Next Door is also fine. But for some reason, I think I'm more attracted to Brent Fiaz. I don't know. Let's just listen to... We're listening to 1942. That's the song. Too much talking, baby. About how tonight is the night, baby. I just want to touch a baby. 
ass shit. Oh yeah. You can't smoke gas, girl. So quit acting with it. When we get wild, wild, you know what I want, girl. When we get wild, wild, you know what we want. 1942's a killer. It's all we need right now. There's only two shot glasses, baby. And I know what we need right now. Oh, I guess that's fine. I know what we need right now. I know what we need right now. 1942 tequila. A little bit of, a little bit of liquor, have you looking for a nigga? Clean in 1942 tequila, yeah, yeah I like that song the bass Jesus the bass in that song I really think it's the execution like how he kind of unwinds it and how he start he be like too much talking baby I'd be like I'll be quiet you're right shut up you are right be quiet So it's just the build up for me, like just the verse and then the chorus or would that be the bridge? 1942 tequila. I know what we need. We need 1942 tequila. It's just, I just love him. And imagine what I always say, car certified and it's a track run, run, look, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Okay, it is a trunk rattler. I always say track rattler. It is a trunk rattler, meaning like, hey, that, that John go in the car. Okay, your side view mirrors are going to be shaking because my side view mirrors always shake because um, my music is always up to max. But I have to because I drive a Honda Civic and the system is not right. But anyway, that was 1942 um, by Party Next Door. The next song that I have actually came from, I've been listening to a lot of reggae um, in the past week. Like, it happened because my companion, well, okay, let me rewind. When I went to the beach back in October, I was listening to a lot, a lot, a lot of reggae while we were there. Just because, you know, reggae just gives you like beach vibes, you feel me? You know, a little chronic, a little um Wayne what's his name who sing no letting go a little skip Marley all the Marley's Damien skip they like everybody um coffee 
Like, so I was listening to them maybe like two months ago. And then my companion said something about, uh, he was like, I listen to a lot of reggae. And I was like, dang, I have not listened to reggae in forever. So I went to Skip Marley Radio because it all started. What really started this was Slow Down by, by Skip Marley and her. That's really a bop, like will forever be an eternal bop. And so I think I went to Skip Marley Radio and that's where I found all my reggae joints. So the next song that really just spoke to me um, is Cry To Me by Skip Marley. In my opinion, I think Skip is the, is the best one out of all the siblings. Him and Damien, I think that's his brother's name. They be having the bops, but I listen to a lot of Skip like over, isn't it about 12 of them? Nine, isn't it? I don't know, but, um, yeah, I don't know, but I listen to him the most. So this is Cry to Me by Skip Marley, which is, um, I've been bopping to all week. So let's go ahead and give it a listen. that was sorry i got distracted that was um cry to me by skip marley and sorry i just like thought of an idea as i was listening to that um but yeah that was cry to me by skip marley that is also a trunk rattler as well um you know it's really the base for me it's everything for me it's just the voice skip marley is also beautiful that man is gorgeous like the dreads and I'm not even a dreader. Like, I'm not really, like, I've never been really like, oh, my God, dread, blah, blah, Because that was, like, a thing for a period of time when I was younger. Everybody was like, oh, my God, dread, oh, my God. 
I just like a nice clean cut. You feel me? Just give me the straight, give me a wave situation. Even give me a little, a lot of hair on top, but a little fade. Like I just need some dimension, you know? Um, so yeah, that was car to me. And I just thought the idea that I just thought of, um, I think I want to start like listening, do a listen along on my shows. You know how, how last time, um, I did option by, Wale and um Earth Gang. I really like that and I got really good feedback for that actually. Like they just my, I guess my commentary was a little funny or like it was just I don't know. Um so I do want to start doing that. So I just picked a song from my um Spotify Discover Weekly. And this song is not necessarily new. Um because I'm just now realizing that I saw the video for this a minute ago, but it's on my um Discover Weekly because it's not in my library. And it's the song by D Smoke and Sir. It's called Lights On. First of all, if you don't know who D Smoke is, where have you been? And if you don't know who Sir is, I'm not even gonna address that because yeah, no. Um but they have a song together. D so D Smoke was on. If you don't know, there was an um there was a show, Rhythm and Flow. Um, it was on Netflix and basically, hold on now. I'm trying to talk and move this music. Um, Rhythm and Flow, it had Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. as judges. Who made them judges? I would like to know as well, you know, but it's fine. Um, basically there were judges on the show and it was just like trying to discover, you know, the next big artist, new artist, whatever. So it just had different, um different stages i guess like a freestyle a bat a, a bat rattle a rap battle music video stuff like that um collabing and d smoke was honestly fire from the beginning something well my friend told me he was going to win from the beginning but even i could tell like just from the feedback he was just great he never made any mistakes and even when he did they still loved it he was bilingual so he spoke spanish too jesus and um when he did him and um Miguel, basically he collabed with Miguel and they remixed Skywalker on the show. <sighs> you guys, that version is better than the original version with Travis Scott. And Travis Scott's verse is okay in Skywalker. It's not his best work. I'm not going to lie. Um, But he, him and Miguel and D Smoke performed Skywalker, you guys. I was a fan from the beginning, but I was like, oh, he's taking this all the way. And then his last performance is called Last Supper. It was just fire. But I'm getting from beside the point. The point is him and his brother, Sir, because Sir is his brother. I think I said that a while ago. Um, they have a song called Lights On. And the video actually has Easter Ray. Easter Ray is like the leading role, the leading love interest in um, Lights On, if I do remember. So we're going to listen to that. And, um... Yeah, I'm just going to keep my mic on and we're just going to figure out kind of, we're just going to see. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Mine as well. Hold on. Okay. Oh. Wait a minute. This song is so long. 
had a long day shit I came here and needed some motivation Family probably got ass for generations You got it from your mama so mama can get it I don't come in religious But I heard you that hometown favorite So turn around and shake some flavoring And if I go home with your fragrance Read about it in the papers, yeah I broke a couple hundreds to show you I'm on it I done work hard for these dollars And part of the problem is okay. my job Leave me feeling parts and you dripping without one oh, I love him, his like flow is everything It's the Spanish to English for me Girl, if you here for dollars, consider mission accomplished It's accomplished Oh, oh, what? Roll to you can't Oh, I do remember this part Trunk rattler in this hope. This is a trunk rattler. Let me add this to my playlist. Yeah. Hey. 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 Left, right, left, right. I don't really like the lights on, but I mean, whatever. We love consent. Love that. Wait up. Hold on a minute. Did he mean shot of alcohol or shot of something else? <laughs> <laughs> Shake it till you can't go, can't go. Stretch your hamstrings, touch your ankle. Deadlifts. Keep your lights on, get your bankroll. Uh, keep your lights on, get your bankroll. Yeah. Shake it till you can't go, can't go. Stretch your hamstrings, touch your ankle. Keep your lights on, get your bankroll. I try. Hmm. That was cute. Well, that's not even cute. That was actually really great. Well, adding that to the playlist. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I knew I had saw the video because when I just looked it up on YouTube a while ago, I saw Issa. It was like she was like sticking some uh, somebody's establishment up. I, you know, I can't take Issa serious because I watched Insecure. Like, I can't take Issa serious when she is having sex on, on screen <laughs> or when she does anything serious. I'll be weak every time. <laughs> She did really good in the video though. She looked really good. Issa always looks cute. Well, no, she doesn't. Issa be looking a mess and insecure. But uh <laughs> sorry, I'm sitting here weak because 
And this has nothing to do with song. Well, it does because Issa's in the uh, video. But basically, if y'all don't watch Insecure, please, I advise everyone, please go watch Insecure. I've never met anyone who hasn't watched it. Well, one or two people, maybe. But there's an episode. <laughs> there's an episode in this most recent season. Um, and she was, her and this uh, bigger dude used to have sex. And... <laughs> And one time they was in missionary and the, and he was like, uh, press my booty button. <laughs> oh, hold on. My mom was calling me. Hello. Okay. Okay. Is it chilly outside? Okay. All right. Um, y'all want me to meet y'all there? Okay, we're back. I was on a, I was on a conference call with my parents. They're coming to see me and they're almost here. So one of two things may happen. Um either my mother might come on here and talk with me for a little bit. Um <clears throat> I don't know if she's quite in the mood for that, you know? Or I'm gonna come back on here Saturday. <laughs> Oh no, because I have to post this tomorrow. Dang it. Well, they just might have to listen to me um, do my couch chat um, slash recap for the year and then my WWED. And I do have a new segment on here that I'm going to do. It's called Black People Daily that has all the drama. Or not even just drama, it can be good or bad things of the blacks for the week. You know, at first I was going to call it news for the blacks, but you know what? If someone white watches my show and says black, somebody be like, all right, buddy, you're, you know, you're pushing it. So we're going to call it Black People Daily, a.k.a. BPD. Or I was thinking about, I don't know, but I think it's going to be called Black People Daily. Anyways, um, <clears throat> when I get back, because we're going to eat, when I get back, we're going to chat. guys guess what <laughs> you know how i was like oh my gosh i'm about to go eat it i'll be right back to finish it's actually two days later <laughs> it is saturday 8 54 p.m <laughs> i was recording on thursday okay what happened was my parents got here we went to go eat at juicy crab and then after we left juicy crab i think we went somewhere else and then like we came in here started watching tv i dosed off and then i woke back up and then it was just a lot going on you know so i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait till my parents leave and then we're gonna pick back up where we left off so here we are i am back um and we're just gonna pick up right where we left off because it's saturday and i'm i'm um, posting this tomorrow uploading posting releasing whatever have what so have you so essentially, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. This is essentially couch chat. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Um, hold on. My parents just texted me. E, wait, how much was rent again? Hold on. Okay. 
we're back seriously this time okay so what i want to talk about during the couch chat today i kind of want to talk about um basically my plans that i have for the new year um post-grad plans all that good shit you know oh wait Mom and dad, if you listen to this, I'm so sorry. That's like my second time cussing on accident. <laughs> okay, all that good stuff. <laughs> so I haven't actually like sat down. Well, it's now January the 2nd. I already said Happy New Year. But I haven't actually sat down and um figured out like what my goals are for the new year. Um, I need to go back and look at my podcast analytics from last year because I've only been doing the podcast for like four months and I want to say I'm at like 300 downloads or something like that, but I don't know. I need to go look, um, which is fairly okay considering I'm someone that like doesn't have a really big following and whatnot. Um, but I do, I do want to say that, um, I want to have at least 2000 downloads by the end of this year. If I don't make, I'm not going to be too hard on myself if I don't make my goal, but I definitely do want to hit 2000 downloads on my podcast. Um, and I do want to start releasing video with my podcast. I'm just not sure if I want to do like, um, excerpts from my podcast i don't know if i want to record the full episode or if i do want to record the full episode what do y'all think do y'all think i should do the full podcast episodes or if i should just do like little snippets like maybe do song of the week one week do um couch chat one week do wwd do breaking black one week which is a new segment i'll get into but um either way I need to like write this down as I'm doing it, but I don't have a pen. I have my journal though. But um, yeah, I want to get to. If I got to three hundred in four months, I can for surely. I think it's more than three hundred, honestly though. So I want to break a thousand downloads. I don't know if I just said a thousand or two thousand. Either way, I want to break a thousand. Um, let's just do it in the middle. Let's do fifteen hundred downloads by the end of twenty twenty one. Um, I want to try to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of 2021 on my YouTube. The only thing is, I'm not sure if I want to make, um, I don't know if I want to make like a separate YouTube for my podcast or just include it on my personal channel. Cause my personal channel is going to be like album, um, reviews and reactions, like vlogs, there's I'm not really into like the whole get ready with me's makeup. I don't really do wigs. I don't really do makeup. I don't really want to do lookbooks. I might do an occasional um outfit of the day type of situation or like do a time lapse of outfits of the week. But I'm not really it's gonna be, it's gonna be very um heavily music related and it's gonna have like vlogs because my life is kind of interesting, especially um pre coronavirus, pre Panasonic um. So, yeah, so I'm kind of like, I really do. I don't want to make Ethereal Black Girl its own YouTube. I think I'm doing a post on my personal. And then I think I've been brainstorming names. Um, I don't know if I wanted my name to be in the in my YouTube name. But I just have to figure everything out. So once I figure everything out, we're going to get the ball rolling. Um, 
I do also have a goal as far as my soundboard. So I don't have a specific goal, but I don't want it to just collect this because I really do want to make beats on that. Um, so maybe I want to say I want to set a goal as far as like how many beats I do make this year. Um, or kind of like the extent of the beats that I make. Um, so yeah. Definitely want to do something with that. Um, with recording, as far as videos, I want to get really good at Premiere Pro. And then I think I want to eventually get Final Cut Pro because I hear very great things about Premiere Pro. But Premiere Pro, that's an Adobe, that's in the um, Adobe suite. It, I have it. It just seems very, very difficult. And I'm not opposed to it seeming difficult. It's just the fact of me like not being stubborn and sitting down and actually learning how to use it same thing with my um apc mini it's just the act of me actually sitting down taking my time um and figuring out how to work these things so that's that as far as weight loss so i'm last time i checked i lost 11 pounds um so i guess my first goal I want, I have 39 pounds to lose, which honestly does not seem like a lot to me. Um, I think I could lose 39 pounds within like the next 39. So let's say 40 over the next four months. I'm going to have to lose two, 10 pounds per month. Um, let's do five because that would be like eight pounds or you can do six. I feel like six months is a long time to try to lose only 39 pounds. But um, by the summer... I feel like this is a great time to start working on your summer body. Like people usually start spring break, but at that point it's too late. Um, I feel like this is a really good time to work on your summer body. We're out of school right now. You can really focus going to the gym. I've been going to the gym early in the morning, trying to get it out the way. Um, so yeah, I do have a weight loss journey. I, I mean, a weight loss um goal. I do want to lose first. My first mark is 50 pounds. So I want to lose 39 pounds. And then um, once I lose 39 pounds, I need to see how I like how I look right now. These 11 pounds are very noticeable because like my back is going in my back. row. I lost like I have I have like one, only one and a half or two back rolls now. So I lost like a roll and a half. Um, the butt is getting very full, very cup like. Well, if you know me in real life, my butt already had a big butt. I've been thick like since '98, since I came out the womb. You feel me? But I did gain a significant amount of weight in college, especially over the past year. Um, and I blame that. This is off topic, but I blame that on my co-op because, like, when you make more money, isn't it a proven fact that you eat more? I mean, that's obvious, you know, I feel like that's an obvious, I feel like that's direct correlation, more money, more food, but like on my co-op, the girls were just eating and not working out and just doing what I was doing because I was making money. Um, but I'm just charging to the game and trying to change my lifestyle, you know? So I'll lose to 39 pounds first. I try to lose that like within the next five months if I really buckle down and stay focused. And then once I hit that 39 pounds, um... I could probably lose another 30 pounds before I start to look skeletal <laughs> or not even skeletal because I'm still going to weigh a decent amount. But before I start looking a little sick, I probably could lose another 30 pounds after the 50 pounds and then it will see like how I like it. Um, So that's that. Okay. I do have a hair goal. 
Um, my hair goal is pretty simple. I know for those of you that have been following me on Instagram, I know you're tired of hearing me say this. I understand the struggle I put you guys through, but I honestly and truly 100% do not want to cut my hair in 2021. I literally want um, to grow my hair out. I miss having hair. And I know I say this all the time that I get a haircut, but I honestly miss having hair. I really want braids. Um, I just miss having a fro. I just want my hair to grow for eternity. I want to see how long I can grow it. I want to start taking better care of my hair because I feel like sometimes when I have short hair, I'm either all in or I'm not caring right now. I'm not caring. Like I haven't been deep conditioning. I haven't been doing my hot oil treatment. Um, I have not been putting the correct moisturizers on my hair. So I need to get back to doing hot oil treatments once a week, deep conditioning once or twice a week, um, doing the lock method on my hair. I just need to get back to doing the basic things so I can have it there and so my hair can grow. And then I, my goal, I vow I'm not going to dye my hair anymore in 2021. Oh, Jesus. That's almost harder than me growing my hair out. I don't want to put any dye any bleach on my hair for the year 2021 you heard it here first i give you guys full rank if i cut or dye my hair you are more than welcome to cuss me out i gave you the permission you are literally more than welcome to cuss me right out if i do it because y'all already be on my head like when i be like I don't, i'm not getting a haircut then i get a haircut like y'all be in my dms just cussing me out so i give you guys permission i do want to grow my hair out um i just miss having hair or having the option to like get braids and get this and that um and then of course like regular stuff like form a close relationship with god i feel like my relationship with god was closer at the beginning of this year when i was going to physical church um then like now i don't i don't feel like me and god are distant like i feel like that's still my dog but i feel like i could be doing a lot better with um self-growth and self-restoration and kind of um adjusting how i like my thinking process how i handle situations um i think i could be doing a lot better i think i could be praying a lot more so that's definitely something that I want to do better in 2021, which everyone says that, but I'm taking the active steps towards doing that. What is that? Anyways, y'all heard that. Like, I think I want to buy um an actual Bible because I don't have a real Bible. I used the Bible app on my phone a while. That is good for devotionals. I do want to physically highlight things, you know, annotate things in the Bible. So I think I do want to buy myself like a women's Bible, um, a customized Bible, something like that. And then for Christmas, I got my mother this customized planner where you can write like your prayer requests, your prayer notes, your devotional, your Sunday notes, all of that good stuff. Um, I really don't know what that noise is and it's really getting on my nerves, but, um, yeah, so I think I'm going to invest in one of those or myself a Bible and definitely a planner. Um, and then last but not least, of course, when it comes to like um, post-grad, I graduate in literally f less than four months, which is February, March, April, for sure. 
no four months for sure i graduate in like four months or like three months and 30 days but four months essentially and the fact that i've been in college for four years and well honestly at this point four and a half um and i'm literally graduating and going to start a new life where i don't know because i don't have a job yet um that's just crazy to me i would literally feel like i was 16 and i just got my driver's license now these people are allowing me to have a whole mechanical engineering degree that's crazy i mean i just i 100 i a thousand percent deserve my mechanical engineering degree um just with everything i've been through academically actually i haven't been through much academically i'm not i'm not once to toot my own horn but i've always been very intelligent i've always been very smart so you know engineering even though it is hard i'm not gonna cap no cap engineering was very hard um but knock on wood actually no i'm not gonna say this because the last time i said this it happened i'll wait till i graduate but um I 100% deserve that and I feel like whoever my employer is going to be is going to gain a real one when they hire me and I'm just going to bless whatever company I work for. So my post-grad plans, I don't have any like in place in place right now. Um, I've been applying to jobs and I've always applied like applying to jobs is like second nature to me. I wake up and I look on LinkedIn. I looked on Indeed. I looked on I look on company websites all the time. Because there's one company that I really, really, really like if I were, if I got hired by them, I literally would die. And it's the company that I interviewed for when I first came on here. It was like I might I might be moving to Fort Worth. That company. I'm literally like when I say obsessed, obsessed is an understatement. I love them. I would work for them anywhere, wherever they have a spot for the girl. Actually, no, I would not work anywhere. Um, wherever they have a spot in Texas, Georgia, Alabama, or Florida, I would move to one of those. Um, so I've been stalking them still, applying to jobs. I've been applying to jobs like crazy. And I know y'all are probably like, it's still kind of early. Like you graduated in four months. Like engineering, I feel like you need to have a job. Like I should, I feel like I should have had a job already. But I don't like stress about it. So I'm not, I don't sit over here and I don't really mourn the fact that I don't have a job. That's just a sign that I, I know on my end that I've been doing the best that I could. I've been applying to jobs. I've been going to career fairs. I've been going to, um, I'm sorry, I'm really getting mad at whatever that noise is. Um, I've been applying to jobs. I've been you know, going to these career fairs, I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm going to a conference in March. Um, so it's just a fact of me, of God's timing. Honestly, it's just the point of God's timing. And okay, we're back. I had to go, my oven beeped. I had to go stop it before y'all heard it. Um, but just on, at this point, it's honestly just a fact of God's timing of me being in the right place at the right time and um that's very loud is that really necessary anyways 
it's just a, ma- a matter of you know what's in god's will for me where does he see the most spiritual growth the most financial growth the most um career growth the co- most career growth um personal and academic growth and yeah so i'm really not mad at it i'm honestly just going to continue to do what i have to do continue to pray continue to manifest continue to speak positive things into the universe um and allow for god to do what he does also this is like totally unrelated but why do um black people i well i wish i wouldn't say black people but i do see it more why do black people feel like you can't like speak things into the universe and like be religious like and believe in god at the same time like, why can't I believe in the man up above, but then also understand that, like, the energies and, like, the things around me are affected by what I speak and, like, what I consume and stuff and what I put out, you know? It's kind of weird. Just like how, um, there was a thing about astrology, like, in Christianity not lining up, which I don't know too much about, so I don't want to misspeak or uh, misinform, but... I understand a lot of people think astrology is like kind of made up. It's not real, blah, blah, blah. They're very general terms. But astrology is literally like the study of the position of the planets um, in regards to certain timestamps. So like when you figure out your rising, um, what is it? Your moon, your sun, your rising? That's why they asked for like the the time you were born, just because planets are just in different positions, um, depending on what time. So I think astrology is really cool. I don't feel like some of the terms can be generalized, or they can like be like very common. But I do think it is kind of um ignorant to not think that like the positioning of the planets doesn't have anything to do with like people's mannerisms or like people's fate and things like that but that's just like i can make a whole episode about that um so yeah what are you guys's new year goals um i don't really like to say resolution because i feel like once you say resolution i feel like that just sounds very temporary like that just sounds very like it's going to be a temporary thing you might start doing it but you might not continue so let's like say what are you what are your new year goals um what are you gonna what are gonna be your 2021 accomplishments what are gonna be your lifestyle changes what are gonna be your, your like your different mannerisms that you'll change things like that um so yeah 2020 was an interesting year for me i actually had a really really good year despite the um panera bread happening a panasonic um, I had a really good 2020. It started off really great. Um, I found a new church, started going to that church. I was doing really good in school. I actually started off fasting at the beginning of 2021. Well, kind of the, I'm, yeah, I mean 2020, kind of the end of 2019 going into the beginning of 2021. So it was like no drinking, um, no having sex or like doing anything sexual, no social media. And I was doing that for a, a little while and I just felt really cleansed. And I felt really refreshed and I might do one of those eventually. I just did one before my interview for the job for the last job interview that I did. I did another social media and every time I get off social media, I just feel so cleansed. I just feel so renewed. I feel so relieved. 
because like we just consume so much on our social media like social media is filled with just so many opinions um so many different opinions and like you have you being forced to coexist with other opinions i mean i guess it's good as far as like social constructs and kind of being in the, in the environment of people with different opinions and where you can just learn to agree to disagree but some people are honestly very idiotic and social media can just get frustrating when people are stupid or like when things start trending because y'all are so easy to susceptible targeting like for instance only fans and clubhouse now Y'all can get mad at me all you want. I really don't care. I posted this on my Instagram before. I don't respect anyone that does OnlyFans. I never will and never have. Like, just the fact that it it started trending and people started doing OnlyFans talking about I need some money when if it wouldn't even trended, you would have found another way to make money. But you're selling butt and vagina and titties to make money. That's a joke. I can't take it <laughs> I just can't take it serious and then like just the fact that famous people celebrities making OnlyFans to make extra money for what like you already have money that's very greedy and then all of you um mediocre talented people and all these celebrities y'all are just taking money away from the sex workers who started using OnlyFans um and I'm not talking about people on OnlyFans who are like doing feet pictures and hand pictures or who are dropping like exclusive content, which it was re- originally designed for. So like, um, I know OnlyFans could sometimes be used as like, I know someone before who well, they supposedly intended, they were a painter, a drawer or a painter. Um, and they intended to use OnlyFans to hold like private painting sessions. Like you pay a monthly subscription and there could be like mini painting sections, um, you know, how to's and things of that nature. That's perfectly fine. I understand that. But when you're getting on there and you're only charging $12 for someone to see your vagina lips wide open. No, I just cannot. I just cannot do it. I just can't. I just can't take it serious. Um, So things like that to where OnlyFans was not even popping for real. Um... And then people started doing it because it was popular. Like, y'all are just so gullible. I just could not respect that. And then, um, this Clubhouse shenanigans, which Clubhouse itself is not shenanigans, but, like, the fact that it's, air quotes, um, exclusive. And, like, people, everybody wants to be exclusive and feel important so bad to where Clubhouse has started trending when... <laughs> For what I heard, so many clubhouse rooms be literal jokes. It's just so weird. Like social media can just be so like whatever whatever other um creatures or beings are out there, because obviously we're not the only people or the only creatures that exist. We're probably the stupid ones. The other ones are probably laugh at us. Because we're so dumb and we're so gullible and like everybody thinks humans are so smart and blah, blah, blah. And we're literally probably the laughing stock of the whole galaxy. <laughs> the whole galaxy. And now I'm talking, I realize I sound under the influence this whole time because I've been going on a tangent. But I promise you guys, I have not done drugs in a very long time. 
because if you listen to my first episode, you know, I almost got arrested in 2017. So I'm perfectly sober. Um, I probably had like two Jack Daniels coolers, but those don't count. They're like 4.8% alcohol content. Um, but I just be, these are literally my inner thoughts. When I look at you on social media, like I just got back on Twitter after like two months or three months because Twitter is like my lead. It's funny because Twitter is, I'm not going to lie. Twitter is pure comedy, but Twitter, you can use too many words on Twitter. Twitter just leaves room for too much ignorance because all people do is use words and it's occasional pictures, but it's mainly words. Um, and it's it no it's just it's just whack I just can't do it like everybody wants to be so philosophical and everybody wants to make all these grand points and everybody wants to quote-unquote give free game when really it's common sense like it's just a lot of shenanigans going on on the social so I might get back off but back to back on topic um I had a great 2020 obviously tough times because I mean the pan the panoramic but I am grateful and blessed to say that no one in my family, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone in my family had the corona for the whole 2020. I think my, I want to say my immediate family is so like my mom and dad, my sister, her husband, my niece, um, my grannies. Like nobody had corona. We were all corona free. Um, I almost got caught slipping, but God. And that's really crazy because not everyone can say that. Not a lot of people can say that. So, um, despite 2020 low-key being a shit show, I'm just going to bleep that out. Um, it was great. I discovered a lot. I lost a friend or two, which I am very happy about because they needed to be removed anyways. Um, well, that's fine. Also, if you're a Libra, I do not want to be your friend anymore. I can't do any more Libra friends. Both of my Libra, both of my friends that I lost were Libras and they honestly were so difficult to be friends with. Like, I feel like I'm going to do, I'm going to go into tangent. I'm going to do a show about friends, but I feel like friendship should not be hard. Seriously. Like, I feel like it should not be hard to be someone's friend. It should not be difficult. Obviously, when you have to coexist with another, with another being, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be disagreements. But like literally the act of being someone's friend should definitely 100% not be that hard. But happy new year. Um, I hope you guys had a great new year. I really do. Um, I hope you guys had a great new year. I hope you guys are safe. Hope no, none of you got pregnant. Um, I hope none of you drank and drove. I hope none of you did the illegals. So now we can get into um, WWED. And then I have a new segment for you guys. And then we are just going to um, wrap it on up. So let's head over to WWED. For WWED, we only have two questions. Why? Um, because we really have three questions, but there it's I cannot read my own handwriting. Um, I don't know. I tried to 
shorthand, I suppose, and I don't know what's going on here. But the first WWED question is, what would you do if your partner was bad at sex? Now, this question came from, I was listening to Cruise Season Podcast, shout out to Cruise Season Podcast, and they basically, someone sent in a letter um, talking about how he was dating this girl and how she literally had everything like she was going to loss. I mean, she had uh, passed the bar, was getting a job in New York for like $190,000, how she was compassionate, had a great personality. She was beautiful. You know, the whole nine, checking off all the boxes, but she was really trash at sex. Um, literally meaning, I think he said something like every position made her uncomfortable um, unless it was missionary, um, she didn't want to give head, she didn't want to get head. It was just a disaster. And he basically was like, oh, and she was about to move, like they were about to be long distance. And basically, um, he was like, what should I do? Like, should I let the sex not being good get in the way? Because he didn't mention that it was one of his top priorities. So he was like, should I just try to tough it out? So I answered before David answered. I said he needs to go ahead and cut it off. Let it go. Because if that was me, I do. Okay. Okay. Let me start off by saying I do feel like you can teach someone to have sex 100%. I feel like that's very teachable. Um, But I feel like you ha- it has to be teachable to someone who wants to learn. Who wants to learn, who know, who wants to compromise, who wants to please you as much as you want to please them. But in his situation, it sounded like she just be in pain all the time. Doesn't even want to do it. Doesn't have any interest to do it. I think he says something like it almost has to be a perfect night for her to um want to be in the mood. And so I say he's go ahead and let that go because if it was me, I just can't do that. You don't even want to learn. Not at, not at all. You don't want to do it. You don't make me feel like you want to do it. Like, we just need to call it quits. Let's just call it quits. Um, Because he's going to end up cheating on her. And she's about to be, I think he said they lived in D.C. She was about to go to New York, even though those aren't really far apart. Those are far apart enough for him to definitely want to cheat, number one. Um, For two, he's not getting satisfied by his woman. And they're going to be apart once again. He's going to 100% want to cheat. And I think he said they had been together for two years. And that's already a long time to go without being satisfied sexually. Um, so I was going to give him a good three months, a good three to six months before he broke down and either broke up with the girl or cheated. Um, so, yeah, I just think that that's like a no for me. Yeah, I... I don't know like sex is such a tricky thing because even though sex is teachable and it is cultural I do feel like um on the flip side you have to you have to come with something that's like if you're playing basketball and you're trying to show a guard how to play the four position and they're not even they don't even got a little height on them you're trying to teach a five four Let's be realistic. Feels the Duke. You're trying to teach a five nine shooting guard how to play the four position. It doesn't make any sense. They can't do it. They probably most of the time not even want to learn how to do it. Um, 
it's just going to be frustrating on both ends as the teacher you're going to have to teach everything you're going to have to instruct everything you're probably never going to be enjoying yourself as much because you're going to have to be instructing as you go and then for the um the teachy so the person that is learning um frustrations can just come and i i for one feel like sex is like a natural instinct so i would think um because i feel like you know we have our reproductive organs here um you have your sexual urges or your sexual appetites and whatnot different ones you know some people have a really strong sexual appetite some people don't and that's perfectly fine make sure honestly whether even if your partner is like celibate like not having sex right now even if y'all haven't had sex i say you need to go ahead and figure out how your partner's sex drive is their do's and don'ts likes and dislikes because i feel like if even if you aren't having a sex i feel like you should prepare yourself um for what comes in the future you know because you hate to like try to avoid the conversation about sex and then um when it finally gets to time everyone's confused like no one's on the same page no one likes what the other's doing it's just chaos all over the place so i definitely say you have to have that conversation you have to like kind of just ask and like people don't like to have the conversations everybody loves to think that they're great at sex but like you're really not you just need to figure it out once you figure out their likes and dislikes i feel like from there like your brain i wonder what happens during sex i want to look that up like does your brain send signals because what I do know is that for a vagina, a little science lesson for you guys. Um, if you're ever, if your vagina is like ever not getting aroused by someone, it's because you're subconsciously uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully I'm not telling you guys lies, but I'm pretty sure this is what happens. So I think when you're really comfortable with someone and like you actually like want to have sex and you have like a sexual appetite when you're in someone's vicinity, like. And when you're in someone's vicinity, like they're giving off good energy and good vibes or whatever, I think your vagina, I mean, wait, no, I think your brain sends signals to your vagina that tells your vagina like, okay, I'm relaxed, you're relaxed, you're comfortable, you want to have sex, like you're ready for this. And so then I think your vaginal walls start to soften and i think that's when your vagina starts to secrete the wetness that makes your vagina wet unless i'm tweaking i'm almost positive that that's what happens i'm gonna look it up eventually um and that's like kind of how you get wet so like let's say if you're like hanging out with somebody and like your vagina is getting aroused but you're like wait a minute i'm not i didn't even come here for that i'm not trying to do all of that they don't need to know what's going on down here. It's just because you're just comfortable. You're enjoying the vibe and like, um, it's your hormones. It's releasing those hormones and things of that nature. And I just think that's really cool. But you know what I've always wondered? Cause I've always heard men say that they like wake up and their penis be hard. I've always wondered like, why? Like you literally just woke up. That's another, we can have like a whole penis episode or something because i like i have so many questions um but anywho yeah um if, it, if my partner was bad at six like depending on how bad i would try to teach them if they literally sucked and like suck like we're bad and they didn't want to learn they didn't want to try they didn't want to try to learn my body then i would for surely leave before i cheat on them 
LOL. So, and then let's go ahead and move on to this Michael Kors discussion because I'm so tired of you fake bougie people. Like, you, it, once again, social media. So, on Christmas, so I assume, allegedly, because I don't like to get my stories mixed up. Allegedly, um, I think this girl posted a picture of, her, of Michael Kors and was like, I'm so spoiled. And someone's rude, broke, fatherless sister on God's internet quoted I don't know if it was a actually I don't know if it was someone's sister or brother a man or if it was a woman but they were like so you're spoiled question mark all you got was a Michael Kors and then the whole Twitter just burst into flame there's all these people who don't even own real Louis and probably own those Louis Vuitton bathing suits that Louis never made and they were like um she acted like that Michael Kors was a Louis Vuitton Michael Kors is not even in right now blah 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 blah, blah. And while I don't even own a Michael Kors because I never really, I never been super big into Michael Kors, but I have seen some cute purses that I would want. What do y'all be talking about? A lot of y'all do not have Louis Vuitton money. I just I just would like to clear the air. I really would. A lot of you do not have Louis Vuitton money. Those Louis Vuittons you have probably came from Belk and they're used. Yeah, you're caught. Your Louis Vuittons need to be used or they're fake. And let's, let's stop using the word dupe because white people love to use the word dupe. Oh yeah, this is a Louis Vuitton dupe. No, Pookie, just say it's fake. Just say that's a Louis Vuitton. Because I would rather someone, I would rather have a real Michael Kors than a fake Louis. So I would rather be on a budget and buy something that's real and that's authentic and that's in my price range than try to fake it till I make it and buy a fake bag that's not real and that we can all tell. You think we don't know, ma'am? We know. And if that's the case, y'all need to start talking about these people that buy these MCM bags because I would 100% take a Michael Kors over MCM because MCM is so ugly and they look so cheap. But then there was a point where I was buying MCM just because they were in style, but they really look like they belong in an antique shop. Look like it, them MCM bags look like they're made out of globe pattern. So I was really just over the whole Michael Kors situation because everybody was like acting all bougier than that. Like, oh my gosh, Michael Kors, oh my gosh. When it's just like, Pookie, I rock Target. Target, ASOS, Fashion Nova. Actually, I don't have any purchase. I don't have that much stuff in Passion Nova. ASOS is really where I shop the most. I actually pay for yearly shipping. But I'm like, I'll be rocking ASOS. I get purses from, sorry, those are my nails. When I get upset, I'll be. I like get purses from Target. Like a lot of people get purses from Shein. And I'm all talking about Michael Kors. But we having these little mini bags from Shein. Which there's nothing wrong with those mini bags from Shein. But let's not talk about someone else's Michael Kors when your purse costs $6.25. I just feel like that's so rude. Like, I hate, not want to say hate, that's a really strong word. I dislike people that pocket watch. Like, I really, really do not like that. Because who are you to be looking at what someone else is spending their money on? Huh? Literally, 
Like, who are you to sit here and ridicule someone and criticize someone and literally bring someone down? Literally snatch them out of their joy just because you want to try to prove a point to the Internet? That is so rude. And your stuff doesn't even be real. And then everybody wants to talk about these Louis Vuittons. But uh, these are scammers buying buying you stuff. So these scammers that you want to, you feel me, pop out with and just be showing and doing all these spreads and whatnot. They're using someone else's money to buy your stuff. So I'm trying to see how that's better. You don't even have a job. Like, it's just honestly, it's really the audacity for me from these people on these interwebs. It's the audacity. I just really cannot do it. Um, I just can't. And like, this is the thing. I'm not going to tell my parents business, but I'm going to tell my parents business. My parents together make well over six figures okay i don't want to say well over like they don't make seven figures let me rewind they make over six figures my mom just got her first louis vuitton this year my dad just bought himself his own mercedes Benz this year they could have been bought these things but when it's your time it's your time and when it's not you sit back and you do what you can do so there's no way that y'all should be out here ridiculing people that are in their 20s for getting Michael Kors purses from their from their dudes or someone that they love. Because a present, honestly, I'm, and whatever, y'all can disagree. A gift is a gift to me, honestly. I'm grateful that someone took the time out of their day, took the money out of their account to think about me, to think about something that they think I would like, and to purchase it to wrap it up to make it look really presentable and to gift it to me that's not something that you just take lightly like oh that's what they were supposed to do a lot of you do not have dads growing up and I can tell I can tell and I probably sound so rude during this WWED but just the audacity of y'all it increased my passivity as I was on Twitter the other day but it's just like Everybody want to act like they came from these households of money and that everybody was brought up with money and this and that. But you weren't. You were not. You were not brought up in money. Your household was not even together when you grew up. But you had the audacity to try to shit on another woman. Because her husband, because her boyfriend or whoever, or her Michael Kors, when she did not even ask for your stinking ass opinion. The audacity. That's why y'all laces be, that's why y'all lace be pushed back. Um, but anyways, if I rant any longer, I'm going to get re-mad because that really was just, that really was just frying me that like. I don't know. It's just the fact that people just be in other people's business. And I say this all the time. If everyone minded their own business, the world would honestly be a better place.
all I have to say. Now let's move on to our new segment, which I don't even know what the um intro song of it is yet. I'm we'll discuss when I get to it. So this new segment is called Breaking Black. So let's go ahead and head over to Breaking Black. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that I'm either gonna um use Who Do We Think We Are by John Legend or I'm gonna use Set It Off by Lil Boosie <laughs> for this segment. Um and those are completely opposite of the strict of the spectrum. But I don't know, they both just seem like they fit. So this is Breaking Black and this is just a segment about black people news. I know I used to have um Included in my WWED, like stuff from the shade room, um, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I just wanted to make it a completely different situation. So, yeah, this is Breaking Black. At first, it was, it was called so many names. It was called News for the Blacks. But I feel like you can't do that because, I don't know. I just, I mean, we say Blacks because we're Black. But, like, I just didn't want to do that. Um, and then I wanted to do Black People Daily but then I was like, breaking black just gives me like, you know, it gives me the vibes. Okay. First of all, let me go. Um, I wrote down some stuff, but I honestly have not been on the shade room in so long. Cause I don't really, I don't really be on there to be on there. Um, just because that's honestly just the shade room just had, it does too much for me. My mother is calling me. Hold on. Hey mother. Okay, we're back. I feel like someone calls me every time um, I'm recording. Okay, so first of all, we're gonna, we have to talk about what needs to be talked about. <clears throat> Jada Wada. Oh, Jesus, y'all. You guys, sorry, I just got some new tea. Let's talk about Jada Wade and Lil Baby. So, of course, we know that it came out weeks ago. I know I'm very behind on news, but oh well. Um, that he had he paid a porn star to have sex, and the porn star ended up posting about it. And then Jada basically was just like, I feel so bad for her because I feel like Jada just I don't even know the girl. And I don't follow her little baby's business like that. I just so happen to see it because it's just a lot of business to follow, honestly. I feel like Jada is so nice. And my friend Victoria used to follow Jada like back in high school. And she used to really get on my nerves. Like she was so annoying, so aggy. But she just overall does seem like a very nice person. Like she just be trying to mind her business. She be trying to love on her man, even though he don't be loving on her. And so for her to keep getting cheated on like this is honestly so sad. So that came out about the porn star or whatever, which also I don't understand why little while the baby don't be having no NDAs. Like why you don't have no contracts with these people that are driving sex with to be like, hey, I'm paying you to have sex or like we're going to have sex, but you can't tell anyone if you do, I can sue, blah, 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 blah. Why would you not have that? Anywho, so then after that whole situation, like Jada was tweeting like, oh my gosh, now a dude can't get a burger out of me, blah, blah, X, Y, and Z. So then I want to say the next week, or maybe like the next week or two, um, 
Jada had just posted a simple picture, minding her business. And it was like when he asked me to send news and she had on a monochromatic nude look. Here go Tiana Trump talking about some, this why you keep getting cheated on. <laughs> and it's not funny, but it's just like Tiana. Babe, did we really have to go there? We didn't. We did not really have to go there. Tiana Trump, as we all know, as you guys should know, is a porn star. Um, a very interesting one because I feel like didn't did she not say that she had acquired eighty something bodies when she was a senior in high school? If I'm misquoting someone, let me know. But anyways, like, and so then I think it came out that he like had sex with Tiana Trump, allegedly, 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 because I don't really know, but I feel like this happened. And where, when? do you leave the situation if you're jada when do you get out of the situation because i really would never got in it because little baby's ugly for one but you know women do anything for money but she has her own money so i don't get it but um when is enough enough okay let's 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 think broke people when is enough enough for you like when because Nobody ever talked to her little baby money. So when do you, when do us practical, us mediocre people, when you get cheated on, do you stay and try to work it out or do you leave? Cause I'm, I'm doing the dash. If it be, I was trying to beat the case, but I ain't beat the case. I did the race. I'm leaving. I just can't. My attitude is not a lot for that to happen. Like, I will literally want to punch you every day. I don't put my hands on men, but I will literally be disgusted and um, be resentful every single day, which is why I would not choose to do that. So prayers for Wada, um, Jada Wada, <laughs> Ella baby, because that just keeps happening. In other news, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky were spotted on a, a boat this week celebrating. And, you know, my sister told me, the other week she was like you know i think rihanna and asap rocky are dating i think she also said that rihanna was pregnant um she did look a little pregnant but not in the pictures that i just saw with her and asap and another picture that my sister showed me um but i hate to say people look pregnant because it could just be a little food baby or something but how do y'all feel about rihanna and asap going together like i feel like asap rocky is a beautiful man on the outside do i feel like he likes black women no i do not i feel like all of asap rocky's girlfriends just like chris brown i feel like they've all looked racially ambiguous like i feel like they've all looked like like oh she is quote-unquote a black woman but there's like a little something else going on there you feel me i would love to see them with the true but i mean i doubt i'd see that but something even though rihanna is fine she's a baddie and asap rocky is very nice looking very handsome very beautiful i do not like that together something two plus two is equaling seven you know like something is i don't know for some reason i just think rihanna is a little too cute for him but he's fine this i don't know why i feel like that they just look kind of strange um they just look a little strange. I don't know. That, I don't know. How do y'all feel about that? 
How would y'all feel if Rihanna was pregnant? Um, I, for one, am not for having kids without a ring, even though that seems to be the trend these days. I'm not for having the kids before you had a ring because, I mean, for a plethora of reasons. But if they do get pregnant, I mean, it is what it is. The baby's going to be very cute, so whatever. Also, in other news, um, De'Aaron Ken celebrated the new year. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, this is interesting. So, if you don't know who De'Aaron Ken is, let me just do a quick run by. And for all of you that think like that are like opposed to YouTube couples, I understand that they're like the only couple that I do like that's on YouTube. But anyways, um, long story short, Ken proposed to De'Aaron sometime this year. I want to say, and um. Ken got caught supposedly not not supposedly because this was on camera he got caught cheating on De'Ari essentially he like touched a girl inappropriately somebody caught it on camera he was giving this girl a hug and like caressed and grabbed her butt and whatnot and he had just met the girl inside the bowling alley anyways it was like a big scandal on the socials on the on God's interwebs and um De'Aaron hadn't said anything about it, like hadn't addressed it, which why would you just because you're a social media personality, I don't feel like everything has to be addressed via social media. Um, but she did hasn't said anything for like months and months and months on end. But they just the shade room just posted uh pictures of De'Aaron and Ken on Instagram. And I just need her to not even do better because he cheated because i mean that is what it is i don't know the full story you know it could have been it is what it is that's not my business i'm just an outsider but can these twists have to go when i say have to i mean have to go if you listen to my first episode you know how i feel when men have two strand twists i really despise it like I'm more of a um waves, even a thought cut type of situation. When you start getting twists and like you want to do starter dreads, I just can't. I can't be there for the journey, but I can be there for the destination, babe. But Ken just be looking so rough and raggedy and Dear be looking so cute. I'm looking at this picture now. Um, Oh my gosh. My oven. Hold on. Okay, we're back. I got... I forgot the oven was on. I'm not going to lie. And it, when I say y'all, it scared me. Like my heart started beating so fast when the oven beat. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Dear and Ken, but we're moved on from that. And our final, or oh no, we have two more things. Um, happy belated, belated birthday to Denzel Washington. I did forget about this. His birthday was sometime last week. I'm looking it up now. Oh, he's a junior. His birthday was December the 28th. So this Monday, right? I think so. Happy birthday, Denzel Washington. He is 66 years old. Happy birthday to him. Um, John David Washington is Denzel Washington's brother. I know. Anyways, what is y'all's favorite um, Denzel Washington movie? So I'm going to have to go because I honestly, and don't judge, I have, there are a lot of Denzel Washington movies that I have not seen just because I don't have an excuse. I just haven't seen them. Um, I have a black people list of movies in my phone that I have not seen. And it, yes, it does consist of BAPs. 
and yes it does consist of boys in the hood because i have never seen boys in the hood i actually just saw juice this year and I actually just saw new jack city last year but i need to make like a hood black movies in like a, um remarkable like outstanding black movies list because denzel like so with denzel like morgan freeman samuel jackson you know they will go there but i'm looking on his um situation his thing and i will say that i did just see glory for the first time this year ew i just thought about who i watched it with oh anyways i did see glory um this year maybe like honestly like two months ago maybe it was really good um i have seen the equalizer i just don't quite remember what it's about training day i have never seen but i know the plot and i would love to watch it um man on fire do not know the plot have never even seen it um and then the Denzel Washington movie that I have saw that I'm literally obsessed with well I'm not obsessed but I know it's a really good movie it's the book of Eli because spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert he was blind the whole time and to this day my mind is still blown my mind is still blown that he was blind the entire movie so yeah um yeah that's that happy birthday denzel washington um denzel washington is so fine to me when he was young now i just think he is so fine there are so many olds that i think he is fine jamie fox is like old but he's like young old if you feel what if you're picking up what i'm putting down denzel is 66 right Jamie Foxx is not even, mm, sorry, I just seen a picture of him. He is so fine to me. Kate Holmes. See, Jamie Foxx is only 53. So Jamie Foxx is one year older than my father. Um, Idris Elba, also beautiful. Morris Chestnut, fine. I mean, the list is everlasting for all the old men that I have a crush on. Um... I oh, Idris Elba's so young. He's only 48. Well, not so young, but he's only 48. But even though I do like the olds, um, I have never talked to an old, like an old man. The oldest man I talked to in my life, he was eight years older than me, actually. So I was 20 and he was 28. Um, And actually, it was really great. Like, I thought we were going to get married. It was not weird at all. But that's the oldest, like the, I think that's my max, like that's my max gap. I would only do eight years. I wouldn't do 10. Eight was already kind of pushing it. So yeah. And then our very last piece, which is just like cute because I really do like them as a couple. Um, There was a video of Saweetie popping Quavo's pimples on the shade room and I, for one, think that is so, I just can't do it. Well, let me start off by saying that they're a really cute couple. Like, I feel like they look really good together. I feel like their personalities mix very well together. Um, and they're very aesthetically pleasing to look at. Have I ever popped anyone's pimples that I've been with? Absolutely not. I don't even have the cooth. I don't even have the range. 
I per I honestly don't even like to pop my own pimples, and that's the honest truth, honest to God truth. I hate popping my pimples. If there's a way that I can just keep putting toothpaste on it to dry it out, and then maybe just pop, maybe just scratch off the top or pop off the top, I would do that. But to full fledge pop a pimple out of the, mm, ooh, I'm like kind of getting nauseous thinking about it. I just cannot do it. I've never been able to do it. I would rather just wait till it busts on its own. Um, or like I apply pressure and it busts. Like I'm not going to take my two fingers and I have long nails, but I'm not going to take my two fingers and be pushing the puss out. I can't. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't do that to my, to my partner either, unless they like ask me to, but who's really asking their partner to pop their pimple? Very rare. Um, I would never do that though, but I thought that was so cute because just to be that comfortable with someone so they can let you pop their pimples. It's like literally the cutest thing ever. And you know, Sweetie cannot rap to save her life. I mean, horrible. She's beautiful though. She's really pretty and she can dress. She just is really horrible at rapping. Um, the best thing I've ever heard from her is her verse on, um, Mulatto song be from the south be a lotto be remixed but that's like the only verse that i've ever heard from her and i did not be like ew turn this off so yeah um i think trina had the best verse in that song though but trina didn't we say she was a coon at one point during the panasonic or no someone informed me we did no i didn't think i don't think we called her a coon but but or did we because then she called the black people animals that were out in the street vandalizing and um tearing down stuff or no if she called them animals then i think we did call her a coon that's totally beside the point that is all i have for breaking black and that's all i have for the entire show um follow us on instagram at ethereal black girl underscore e-t-h-e-r-e A-L, black girl underscore. Follow my personal Instagram at ebunny at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y, ebunny with two N's, two I's. Um, send us emails about your personal life because I am nosy. I do like to get in people's business and um, it can be anonymous. I can say names. I just want to kind of give advice. Can it be nosy? Kind of read personal stories. So email us at love.eba2 at gmail.com. Um, rate, like, comment on apple podcast share on um spotify and apple podcast and be on the lookout for um video footage maybe within the next month for me um bear with me as i'm my own production team and i'm trying to figure out how to do the video how to do the audio how to do everything at the same time just bear with the girls um i think that's all i have to say with that being said um happy new year Let's make 2021 be a lot better than um, 2020, which should not be that difficult. Um, Per usual, you know, write down your goals. Think positive, be positive, say your prayers, um, self-exploration, self-restoration, self-growth. Work on yourself before indulging in other people. Um, And per usual, don't drink and drive. Don't do drugs. Use protection. And oh my gosh, this is totally unrelated. Sorry. 
don't know if I talked about this. I'm pretty sure I did. But if you if someone ever offers you a wickle, do not eat the wickle. I talked about wickles in my um weekly check-in because I had them at the wine bar. But I just thought about them again. So I'm going to add that to this episode. So don't drink and drive. Don't do drugs. Use protection. And do not eat wickles if anyone offers them to you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Sucky on my dick, I know it's big enough Rhyme with a nigga from the south I know you feel the rush Fucking with a nigga, bitches rarely ever get the touch Better feel privileged, catch a mother You can hit the dust I done grown up from my child's state Black and mild face, black and blow place Never crowd space, never skirt chase Maybe first grade, never last place Never had breaks, pop a transmission Always had faith, always had trace Always had James in that duplex Hit a suplex, fuck a crew neck Spot it solo, up in recess, never regress, Georgia peaches, grab a cheek ass, such a slut bag, baby nut rag, never cup that, love a hood rat, where this puss at, Brandon had me going on this Sosa, I never go back, I never hit a raw again, fucking with the law again, picking up trash on highways, never my way, blase blase, sneaking shot day, fuck a Friday, I'm with Robert, chugging Bombay, fuck your turn up, fuck your turn up, Turn out, we gon' burn up. Fuck your mosh pit, I'm on my shit. On that trap shit, got that fight dog. I might bite, bitch. I'm on tablet. Scribble down, I'm rapping like cool. Inspire all my local jokers who be quitting at school. They be hating that job, I was hating that too. I was flipping your burger high as a bitch, but I'm cool. I think I'm blessed now. I only stress about the stress now. Since I'm fresh now, pull that motherfucking dress down. Dress down. Dress down.